It's time for Money for Lunch, where we feed your brain and your business with supersized portions of business and financial news. Now your host, Bert Martinez. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for stopping by. Happy New Year. 2020, believe it or not, 2020 was the year of plenty. We had plenty of conspiracy theories. We had plenty of challenges. We had plenty of opportunity. We had plenty of, uh, of we call it political stuff, for lack of better terms, political shenanigans. 2020, the year of plenty, whether you're, you like that thought or not, uh, a lot of people uh, had a great time, or not a great time, but uh, had a tremendous amount of success during 2020. 2021, here we are. It's a new day, a new month, a new year, and it's time for another year of plenty. And it's really up to you and me to decide how we're going to take advantage of this gift of 2021. All right, today on the show, we have one of my favorite people, Norm Blumenthal. Norm Blumenthal is an attorney for workers and consumers, selected as one of the top attorneys in Southern California. Also, in 2017, Norm was inducted and recognized as one of America's most trusted lawyers in employment law. Norm Blumenthal is a regular contributor on Money for Lunch. Always good to have him on the show. Norm, welcome back. Nice to be back, Bert. Um, it's a big day today um, in politics. Uh, we're going to have the runoff election in Georgia, and uh, that will decide uh, whether the Republicans or Democrats will have control of the Senate, which <clears throat> is a big deal. Um, and uh, it, it's a big deal because we live in a democracy uh, still, and uh, votes count and decisions count. And uh, we're facing now, which is, I think, in my lifetime anyway, it's the first time I've ever seen an attempted coup in the United States uh, by a sitting president who lost the election. Um, There was no uh, systemic fraud in any state. Every ballot was counted. Uh, The results are in. Uh, Trump lost by a landslide, as he put it. Um, And... Uh, Joe Biden's our next president, and it should be accepted. But <clears throat> instead, uh, Trump is trying to uh, conduct a coup. Last Yesterday, we heard on the news uh, when he had attempted to extort uh, the uh, uh, Secretary of State of uh, Georgia to find and it's what he said, find me 11,780 votes so I can win Georgia. Now, you can't find votes. They either exist or they don't exist. And uh, as the Secretary of State told him, uh, I can't find you any votes because we've counted our votes three times and we've certified the election. And this is what it, where it stands. And then he told them that he could be guilty of criminal charges. The U.S. attorney in Georgia resigned, and so we don't know the outcome of, of that uh, proceeding, but he, uh, Pre- Trump did talk to uh, him about potential criminal uh, wrongdoing on behalf of the Secretary of State, which is a, a real chilling effect 
when uh, the person in the White House won't accept the results of, of a election. Because we've always talked for, you know, over the years about how important it is for everybody to vote. And voting is important because every vote is supposed to count. And in this past election, it did. And all the votes were tallied. And even a majority now you're going to see in the Senate tomorrow, a majority of the uh, senators, both uh, Republican senators, have accepted the outcome of this election. So now we have a split in the Republican Party between the Trumpers and uh, the uh, Republicans, the you know standard bearers of the Republican Party, over this election. So it's, it's pretty frightening uh, for me to see this because the last thing you ever want uh, is an authoritarian government. That is the beginning of the end of of your society when that happens. Bert, hello. Sorry about that. My fault. My fault. Hit the wrong button. So you and I have talked about this. We don't have a problem with the president doing what is legally correct and availing himself of challenging, as he's done like 30 or 40 or 50 times, I've lost count, uh, challenging, you know, anything that he's allowed to legally challenge as far as to make sure that we had a a, a, a uh, what do you call it a secure boat right not uh, you know nobody nobody takes that away from the president now what I find interesting is that back in 2016 President Trump also said that the election was was uh, was full of fraud and that's the and, and that he was going to fix that. That was one of his things that he said. Of course, you know, look, presidents get busy. You say a bunch of stuff, and you hope to get a few things done. But bottom line is a president really thought that there was something wrong with our election system. That should have been the number one thing he fixed, not trying to fix it four years after the fact because now he's lost. So back then he was complaining about the vote was full of fraud. And that's why Hillary got the popular vote, but he's okay with it because he got the electoral colleges. Great. Bottom line is there was, as you said, no systemic fraud. There was uh, his, his own appointed cybersecurity person attested to that, and that's why he was fired. We have, we have multiple judges who were appointed by President Trump who are – not only appointed, but they're Republican, including, uh, I'm sorry, this gentleman in Georgia who's a Republican, and, he, and he's also said, I support President Trump, but unfortunately, he didn't get the votes. And, yeah, and right. I was going to say, and, you know, bottom line is there is a point after you've exhausted all your claims, your, all your legal avenues, that a normal – sane, I don't know, mature individual would say, okay, it's time to move on. And I want to say this, and and then, Norm, I want to get your feedback. You know, this whole thing about the $2,000, what do you call it, stimulus, this should have been his priority. In fact, he promised that right after the election, he was going to make that his priority. 
Now, instead of leaving a legacy of voter fraud and conspiracy theories and, and putting doubt uh, into the voters' mind out there uh, to the point that many Republicans now in Georgia um, don't want to vote because they're so confused as to whether their vote's going to be you know, counted or not, he's done some damage. But instead of leaving a legacy of, of putting out a tremendous stimulus bill, helping out the economy, helping out his fellow men, his fellow Americans, he's going to leave this legacy of just, for lack of a better term, term, complete shame. I mean, it's all about President Trump. Everything else can go to hell. Your thoughts? Yeah. yeah I, I think that his biggest concern is he's facing, potentially facing, criminal charges. The uh, district attorney in uh, in Georgia, in, in the Atlanta area, uh, the local state state's district attorney is investigating him for uh, potentially uh, attempted extortion with regard to the Secretary of State in Fulton County uh, by what he said on that phone call. So he's got he's got issues. He's also got issues in New York with regard to the investigation of the uh, state district attorney in New York. So and he can't pardon himself from state crime. So he is he's hoping to run out the clock because if he could stay in office another four years, uh, a lot of the statute of limitations on these potential crimes would would have would have run. So that's not going to happen, though, uh, because what we have is, thank goodness we have here, the Republicans that are standing up for the, the voters' rights. The, this this election could not have been any clearer and any and an election that is clearly free of any fraud. And the reason is, is Christopher Krebs, as the cybersecurity czar in our country, when he came in after 2016, his his job was to set up an election system where it was free of fraud in that through the machines or any other cyber attack, um, you could not rig the vote. And he was successful in that. And when you hear his interview, why was he successful? He was successful because he was able to have 95% of the votes are paper ballot backup. And they then that allows for a recount. Georgia's had three recounts. Georgia's checked um, all the names. They've checked all the voting for people that have died. They've done everything that the president has asked them to check. And every time they've done it, it's come out of basically the, the same. There's incidents, obviously, of, of mistakes where a person may have died and there be a, a, a ballot in there for some reason uh, attributed to them. And they've caught that well, as they do the audit. So the more important point is the, the fact that that happened is one thing. The more important point is, is that the Republicans, to their credit, as the, as the a party of Trump, the vast majority of those senators and, 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 and some congressmen, they are supporting the voter in a democracy. Our democracy stands, but you can see now that there are weak spots um, in the process. Were these Republicans in the Senate to turn and, and take 
Trump's position and were the House to be Republican and they turn, we could end up with an authoritarian government that the vote of the people would not be recognized. But importantly, this time it didn't happen. And hopefully both parties will be careful in the future not to have anybody with these authoritarian leanings uh, become president or become the nominee of the of the party of their party because this is really dangerous. We we came very close to, and he's going to try tomorrow. He's going to have Vice President Pence try some shenanigans tomorrow, so be ready for it. But the parliamentarian in the Senate, uh, the expectation is, will overrule any type of subversive activity that the uh, Vice President Pence. Will do, and Vice President Pence, if he does this, should be ashamed of himself because what he's telling the voters of America is your vote doesn't count. So why would you ever trust him ever again? And every one of these senators that vote for Trump in, in his uh, in their objection without any evidence, starting with uh, Senator Cruz, it should be a red light for anybody in any state to have these uh, these people run again for office or vote for them for office because they are no longer believed that our country is a democracy. They believe that through their efforts, they can turn our country into an authoritarian government. And once that happens, just like it happened in Germany, once that happens and they take over, even if the system still may be capitalism, even uh, – It's going to end up going into ruin because one human being can make all the decisions for all of us. And that's what this country stands for. We had a revolution where we decided we were not going to live with the rule of the king, that we were going to live with the rule of the people. And it stood and has still stands for over 200, almost 250 years. Uh, You know, it bumps along the way. But this is the system that, that, that works. It's a Western-style democracy. And it's very important that we all stand for it and we all ostracize and get kick out of office those persons who would otherwise want to create an authoritarian government. And that's a big red light for all of us. Absolutely. You know, this is this – is, got to be one of the, I don't know, one of the most frightening election cycles ever. The, um, you know, the, the amount of damage that President Trump and some of his Republican allies have done to the American people is going to linger forever. This is something that you can't put back in the box because it's filling good people with doubt and fear and they should all be ashamed of themselves you know they're you know bottom line is um you're not always gonna win i mean you know it's just the way it is you're not gonna win every game you're not gonna win every every uh election it's just the way it is and you know bottom line is there is no need for the level of you know i guess you know, shenanigans, fear-mongering, I don't know what you call it, this, this over-the-top conspiracy theory that, you know, and, and, then, and then back to uh, talking about him putting pressure on these individuals to find him votes 
to deny the vote, right? Uh, you know, there's, a, there's another clip of him calling uh, uh, Governor Ducey here in, in Arizona and, you know, Governor, government, governor Ducey, to his credit, uh, stuck by his integrity and would not be, I guess, uh, persuaded or pressured into changing the, the vote. Uh, and so back to uh, I, I, what, you, you know, what you said, uh, hats off to all these individuals, both Republican and Democrats, who stuck to their guns, who put America first. That was, you know, if you take anything away from 2020, it just goes to show you that there are people out there who will put the, the country over the party, will do the right thing that integrity and character still matters. And I'm so grateful, man. I was so grateful to see that norm. I, I just, it, 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 I don't know. It just, it, it fills me with a lot of hope. Right. And, and, and it's a great day. For, that's why I, I wanted to talk about that today as, as opposed to some other important labor issues, but it's just important that everybody recognize what a wonderful thing has occurred here and we reward those that had the courage to stand up and we punish those that are persons who don't the vote. Those persons who don't respect the vote, every single Senator from Ted Cruz on down and all 12 of them or whatever they are, the people in those States should look at them and say, here's a guy, why would I ever vote for him? If he doesn't respect the vote of all uh, people in Texas or all people in other, in other States. That's why it, these people have to be put out of office, the ones that have the authoritarian bent. So because, look, you're entitled to your own opinion, but you aren't entitled to your own facts. And, you know, we have in all our sports, we have umpires, and they make a decision, and, and now we have replays, and we can look at the replays, and those decisions can be contested, and then they make the decision there. But that's the decision. You move on with the game, and it's over. And right. so, you know, there's been bad decisions made, but it's an honest decision that, that goes down. And it's not – and what we always are concerned is, is it was made as a result of some fraud or coercion. And it's not. If it's an honest decision, it's done. And that's what's here. These are all honest decisions by people in every state. The Electoral College has ruled. The system has worked. But then for them to come in without any facts and want to stop the uh, – the election and have a 10 days to look at it again. It's all been looked at. The courts have looked at it. That's not the job of, of these uh, senators. The job of these senators is to respect the decisions of the people. And those that don't should be punished and put out of office. And those that do should be recognized and rewarded both Republicans and Democrats. And it's a good thing. And I think the Republican party can build on, the, the uh, members of the party, um, the voters. That's the key. Stood yeah. with the voters. And same thing in Congress. The, the con congressmen and women that stood with the voters. That's the litmus test. If they can't stand with the voters, despite the, the fact of all the evidence and all the court cases and all the recounts, then we know that they are not truly uh, Democrats or Republicans are not truly Americans 
because they would want to put an authoritarian ruler in our in our uh, White House as opposed to a duly elected president, and that just can't stand. Right, and 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 here's something that a lot of people don't grasp, and 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 this shocks me. People like Senator Cruz. The reason that these senators are sucking up to President Trump isn't based on the moral good or what's best for America or anything like that. It is per gain. They want to get paid for this. On some basis, they're looking to get paid for this. And maybe it's actual money. Maybe it's political capital. Maybe it's, it's I don't know what it could be. But they're not doing it out of the goodness of their heart or because they think they're doing the right thing. They're doing it purely for political gain. That is it. Or gain, period. Yeah. That's it. And, and you look at it and, you know, look at the playbook for Putin, how he destroyed the democracy in, in Russia. Point by point, what he did was, first thing he did was discredit the, uh, the news, the, the media that stood against him. Anybody that was in the media that stood against him uh, disappeared or were, were taken off. So then he can, once he controlled the media, then any uh, politician that was against him, they uh, disappeared or changed their vote. So this is what, what can happen when you have an authoritarian government. And that same playbook is the playbook Trump's been trying to evoke by all this fake news nonsense. Sure, Fox News and MSNBC and CNN and uh, CBS, they all can have different opinions, as, and which are truly their opinions, but they can't have different facts. And to Fox's credit, they they saw the facts and they said them, and that's when – Trump tried to discredit Fox. Yeah, I thought that was cre- so amazing. Give, yeah, give credit to Fox News for standing up to his authoritarian bent. That's the keys to a democracy is a, a strong media, a strong electorate, and to stand up to, to authoritarian uh, per, uh, persons at the at their first blush, and. This is what we're seeing in the Senate, and, and it should not go unnoticed. Persons that would would want to have an authoritarian government uh, put in place with Trump as the leader because they have the potential to have some additional power of whatever or whatever else they're seeking from a, a, a Trump uh, illegitimate presidency, and that's exactly what you what you could have uh, with this. Uh, which I I don't know that he's. I don't know what to, to say as to his mental state, but apparently he's in, in my opinion, he's in a lot of fear that he's going to end up in prison, which could very well be the case. And it's where well, he you know end. what? And, 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 and maybe that is possible uh, because, you're, as you pointed out, he's got all this stuff going on that are on the state level and not the federal level. I personally don't think that President Trump is going to serve any time. Uh, I, I, you know, he's raised millions and millions of dollars that I'm sure he's going to use all of that money to defend himself. And those individuals who donated to him first, don't get a tax write off. And second, 
you know, they, they gave him money, you know, for a different reason. And, and again, I'm sure they're not going to care how he uses the money, but bottom line is, you know, he's raised a couple of hundred million dollars and some of that's going to go to the Republican party. If you read the disclaimer on that, on, on his donation, on that donation website thingy. Uh, and, but he's going to control a lot of that money and it's going to be used on, on however he wants to use it. And I bet you a lot of it is going to be for his, dream team, legal team, and it's going to be tied up in the courts for a long time. I personally don't think he will serve any real time. But, well, I should not, say, re- but, go ahead. Yeah, he may not, but I, I think it will discredit him enough where we won't see him running again in 2024. I think yeah. we've had enough of we have, I think people should be wise enough to realize that we've had enough of him both uh, as a Republican and as, as a president, that the danger that he could inflict on, on the country if he were allowed back in the White House would be a, a danger that no one should want. And uh, I'm, I'm hoping that with a Biden presidency, we're going to see the kind of empathy and, and work towards uh, uh, making this a, a better country, starting with the uh, rollout of the vaccine uh, for everybody so that we can get it uh, rolled out uh, in all the states and people, you know, within a short period of time can all be va- Those that want it can all be vaccinated and, and uh, we can end this uh, uh, terrible virus uh, uh, that we've, we've had to face by inaction right. and incompetence. Absolutely. So Absolutely. That's, that's our next, our next, our next hope is, is we get that done. And I, I think we'll see that and we're going to, you're going to see a different kind of, of president that, uh, in the White House because he is a Democrat. And our hope is is that he's going to put in a lot of stimulus packages that will get the economy rolling again without having to raise taxes. And I think he, he realizes that there's a lot of good things he can do without having to fight the, uh, the Republicans that are, are loyal uh, uh Persons to the democracy uh, on tax issues, which I don't know that they'll they'll be successful with. Yeah, you know, and again, again, there, there is no, at least for me, I have no problem with any president availing himself of his legal rights, as President Trump has done. I do have an issue with. The game that they played. So to, to clarify this, because I know a lot of people will just believe what Giuliani said and what President Trump had said and and Sidney Powell have said. So in front of the cameras, they talk about fraud and, and, and all this conspiracy stuff. But when you listen to the audio in court or you read the transcripts, specifically Rob, uh, Giuliani on, on two occasions said there was no fraud. And of course, you know that's not getting that's not uh, getting to the supporters, the Trump supporters or the fan base. Uh, you know, and, and 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 so I want people. If you are just an avid Trump supporter, well, bless you. But do some homework and go to the court and and listen to the audio or read the transcripts and see what these attorneys are saying in the courtroom. Because you can say anything you want in a press conference because there are, there are literally no consequences. And you can put anything you want on Twitter because, again, there are no consequences. But when you go to court 
There are consequences if you lie to the judge. There are consequences if you falsify information. And, and when you look at these transcripts or, again, listen to the audio, you'll be blown away by the drastic change in what they're telling the courts. And that's one of the primary reasons that these 40 or 50 lawsuits have all failed because they lack evidence, they lack standing, and the judges clearly see, and therefore they have no choice but to dismiss. And one Republican judge said, if you're going to come to this courtroom and try to um, get you know, millions of votes thrown out, at least come here with some evidence, some real evidence. And they yep. haven't produced any because there isn't any. No, you're, you're, you're clearly entitled to your own opinion, but you're not entitled to your own facts. The facts are the facts. You're not entitled to your own law. The law is the law. You certainly can give your opinion as to what you, you see and hear, but what you said is correct. They produce not even any of their opinions are not based on any fact in any law. So they've been thrown out of court, you know, however many times, you know, 30, 40, 50 times, and they failed at every level of every court that they've been in. They, and these judges aren't just judges appointed by Democrats. These judges appointed by Democrats, Republicans, and some of them appointed by President Trump himself. And they've all have followed the rule of law, which is important and to their credit, because Trump in his misguided notion believed that because he appointed these judges, they were going to blindly uh, yeah. uh, rule in his favor. And to their credit, they didn't because in this country, the rule of law trumps the, the, the decision of an authoritarian president. And we, We've got all of us have gotten a very good, unfortunately, a very good uh, history lesson on how the system is supposed to work. And, and to the system's credit, it withstood a real shaking. This was an earthquake event in our system that we managed to, uh, to walk away from, I, I believe, will, will finally and he'll finally leave. Uh, and and go away, and hopefully the persons that support him will go away with him, because this country has no room for racism and uh, and other all other forms of hatred. And what he did to the damage of our country is he gave a voice to people of hate. Yes, and that I can never forgive him for. Uh, the Charlottesville speech will always stand out to me as a, a voice of, of racism and hate. And that was, was the cue for me of, of all of his attempts to be an authoritarian dictator like his hero, Putin. And that's what he wanted. That's who he looks up to because then he has total control. And from there, you can, you can change our whole society from a capitalist society into some form of klepto um, uh, type society where the people at the top get get the money for some reason uh, that they can take it, and so it's, it's very important that we stopped it here. And I just, you know, I'm so happy today, and I, you know, I got a couple more days to go, but I'm so happy today that we're at this point where the system is working, and it's working not because the Democrats want it to work; it's working because 
of Americans wanted to work, Democrats and Republicans and independents and the people of this country that have looked at the facts. Facts don't yeah. lie. Absolutely. And, and, and again, look, uh, uh, like I said earlier, the, what we saw was historic, was unprecedented, and, and, and it filled me with a lot of, of hope and, and really patriotism because we saw the system being pushed to the very brink and again, we saw people, as you mentioned, who uh, would call it stuck to the rule of law, stuck to their integrity, stuck to their, you know, to to what to, to doing what's right. So really, never have I said God bless America and meant it so much because what we saw was just literally a miracle. Uh, in my opinion, it was just wild and. I know there was literally millions of people who were very fearful as to what was going to happen to our government. And it would stood, it would, like you said, it, it would stood this earthquake event. Yeah, it was, uh, you know, you know, our founding fathers were, they faced uh, a, re- a revolution. I mean, they revolted against the King who was issuing edicts from uh, England that they, and took control of, of their life. And they stood up to that and said, no, we're going to create a system where the voters decide. At that point, the voters were a more of a limited group. But right. today, the voting population is, is expanding, and everybody has this right to vote. But the concept was that the vote was the Trump card, and not, not Mr. Trump, but the Trump card. And so the vote controlled. One, and we have one man or one woman uh, equal protection and the vote counts and more and more the vote counts. And through the work of uh, Christopher Krebs, we had the backup, we had the paper ballots, we had the evidence, which was the most important thing that this was a fair and honest election like no other. I don't think there's ever been an election in this country that where we can have that type of paper ballot backup that can prove that every voter was living and a citizen of that state entitled to the right to vote. And you can compare their signatures and check their handwriting. And there was no systemic fraud. Obviously, you know, somebody, you know, wanted to vote for his wife or his husband or something and tried to do it. You'll catch right. a onesie or a koozie, but I mean, that's, that's going to happen. But it's nothing that would change the outcome of the election in any way, shape, or form. That's right. And, and, and by the way, if you, again, do some research, don't take our word for it, but if you do some research, uh, every year there is a tiny little uh, – it's like less than half of a percent. I forgot. It's, it's like some really tiny number of voter fraud. People, again uh, – uh, voting, casting a vote for a, de- a deceased person that they personally know, mother, father, or spouse. Uh, and, and to their credit, uh, to the system's credit, I believe they catch them all. And, and this is serious stuff. I mean, it's not worth going to jail to support your politician who's not going to do anything for you if you get caught. It's not like he's going to, what do you call it, uh, pardon you or, or help you with your legal expenses. So please don't do it. It's not worth it. But but bottom line is, like you, Norm, I'm extremely happy that the system worked. I'm extremely happy that uh, 
we get another chance to create our future here in 2021. Yeah, it's going to be exciting. And, you know, next time we, we, we talk, we'll talk about some ideas to, to get the system back on its feet and, and get the vaccine distributed uh, to everybody in this country that wants it and uh, get us all back rolling again um, without the, uh, the fear and the danger of, of having uh, to catch or, or transmit uh, this deadly virus uh, to others. Absolutely. Norm, it's always a pleasure to have you on the show. Looking forward to catching up with you again. Thanks, Bert. You too. And uh, we still have a couple more bumps in the road, but uh, I'm extremely optimistic that this that the worst is over and we'll have a, a new, by the next time we talk, uh, we'll have a new president uh, in the White House. Absolutely. Norm, thank you so much. Good stuff there from Norm Blumenthal. Norm Blumenthal, if you have questions uh, for Norm, if you want to reach out to Norm, you can check him out at BAM, B-A-M, BAMLawCA.com, BAMLawCA.com. It's uh, his website, obviously, and and uh, you can check out him and his team if you have questions regarding uh, workers or consumer-type questions. He can help you with that. He, uh, him and his team are literally legendary for protecting both workers and consumers. They do a lot in that area. Anyway, my friends, thank you so much. Uh, from the bottom of my heart, bless you uh, for uh, supporting us. I, I, I just mean that so very, very much. It's important. Uh, and I would not be here without you. So thank you so much. Please, let's share this episode with everyone you know. Let's Get the word out there that uh, that uh, we all have to respect the vote. That our democracy is still uh, in, uh, working, right? That the republic uh, is still intact. And so I'm grateful for for you, my listeners. I'm grateful for your comments and your show suggestions, your ideas. If uh, by chance you disagree with something that was said today, reach out to me. Let me know. I'm on all the social medias. As always, my friends, remember you were created to succeed. Tune in Monday through Friday here on Money for Lunch. And check out our website at moneyforlunch.com. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.